Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Dorothy and I, as you know, we both love, 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 and are passionate about all things entrepreneurship, all things small business. We believe that it's the best journey that you can embark upon. And by definition, an entrepreneur is one who organizes and operates a business or businesses taking on greater than normal financial risks in order to do so. Entrepreneurs are commonly seen as innovators, a source of new ideas, goods, services, and businesses or procedures. Entrepreneurs play a key role in any economy using the skills and initiatives necessary to anticipate the needs and bringing new ideas to the marketplace. And even if you're currently employed by someone else, you're still an entrepreneur because you still have new ideas. You still have things that you can bring to the marketplace, but you're also the entrepreneur and CEO of your own life. And again, if you work for someone, you are an entrepreneur uh, within that business. And so the Bible has a lot to say about this topic of entrepreneurship and knowing what it says about entrepreneurship and business will help us to make the best decisions related to business and our lives, as well as how we work. And this is crucial to success. And so we're going to be in a series entitled Biblical Principles for Business Success. Biblical Principles for Business Success. As believers, we learn to rely on God. We, we learn and we study his word and we learn how to operate according to biblical principles and precepts. And we learn how not to lean on our own understanding. We learn about stories uh, and experiences with God, lessons that when we're feeling depressed or when we're struggling with sin or dealing with difficult people, you name it, it is all in there. So if you are here and you're listening to this call at this time, you're in the right place because we're going to be covering some scriptures about business, wealth, finances, productivity, and a few things in between. We're going to learn some very key lessons so that we can all move closer to our assignment, excuse me, our assignment that God has for our lives. So I'll be hand-selecting some scriptures to help give us a place to start, kind of lay some foundation so that when we have our meeting with God, we have a place to start because we should always start with, with scripture, with his word. And so I want to use this as a framework as we all continue to seek God about our businesses. And so I'm really excited about this series because as God was, was showing me how to lay this out and I've been studying and, and preparing for this, I just got even more excited. And so I hope that this series blesses you in a powerful way as it is blessing me to deliver it. And so today we're going to start with one scripture. We're going to 
talk, you know, from some other scriptures, but today's scripture is going to be Proverbs 10 and 14. Proverbs 10 and 14. And it says, lazy hands make for poverty, but diligent hands bring wealth. That's the NIV version. The KJ version or King James version says it this way. He becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand, but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. So it's important to note that the hand refers to an act, a deed, performance, external action. That is the effect for the cause, the hand being the instrument of an action, the power of making or producing. But the thing is, most people think that this scripture is about a lazy person or people who don't want to work, and that's what's causing one to bring poverty on themselves by not wanting to work or use use their hands. But this scripture is not about not having a job or not wanting to work or any other reasons that may contribute to poverty. This is about a contrast, a contrast between laziness and persistence in how we work and how we do our jobs. Are we doing it with a slack hand or are we doing it with diligence? Are we working carelessly, being sloppy, and yes, even a little deceitful in our work, or are we striving to work in excellence? It's the difference between hard work, diligent work, and efforts where you'll see a higher level of success in your business. A slack hand, for example, is recording and charging a client for eight hours when you only worked five. A slack hand is when you overpromise and underdeliver in servicing a client. A slack hand is when you have clients waiting to hear back from you on what you promised, but you send them a request for a testimonial when you haven't even delivered on what was promised in the agreement in the first place. A slack hand is not about working hard, but working efficiently and in excellence. This proverb, this proverb is about taking an honest look at the quality and integrity of your work. So if a slack hand promises or produces poverty, then the hand of the diligent accomplishes what? It produces wealth. But make no mistake, diligence does not mean being a workaholic, finding meaning in or seeking your identity in your work. That is not what diligence is because your identity can only be found in the one who created you. It means doing work promptly, promptly, doing your work well, doing it reliably, doing it completely, doing it honestly. For those who are diligent, the word excellence is the objective of the diligent and doing it right rather than just good enough. Diligence does not always produce wealth, but it usually supplies our needs with something left over for others. 
If you look at Ephesians 4 and 28, it says, let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working his hands, the thing which is good that he may have to give him that needeth. The diligent still tend towards wealth, while careless and slack-handed workers tend towards poverty. And the Bible is consistent. It's consistently reminding us that diligent work and warns about laziness, that we live in a society that's distorted by sin and cursed with weeds that complicate work. That is, the Bible is clear. And think about this. In the Garden of Eden, the conditions were perfect, yet God gave Adam the responsibility of work. By the way, just in case you didn't know, the word Eden translates to mean pleasure or delight. And even though the Garden of Eden was a place of total provision and God had, he saw to every detail, Adam and Eve lacked nothing, but God still gave Adam the responsibility to work. In Genesis 2 and 15, it tells us the Lord God took the man Adam and put him in the Garden of Eden to work and keep it. And since God gave Adam clear instructions on what to do and how to do it, Laziness and carelessness is not how God operates. And he did not instruct Adam that way. Okay? The God that we serve notices both quality and quantity of our work and what we do to honor him. I want to leave you with this quick quote. It says, entrepreneurship is living a few years of your life like most people won't so that you can spend the rest of your life like most people can't. So allow God to show you how you can do this, how you can live your life like most people won't so that you can spend the rest of your life like most people can. Because most people don't want to go through the divine training and that divine process that you have to go through. But trust and believe. He supernaturally empowers you and infuses you to go beyond what is normally possible to get accomplished what he wants to get accomplished. So I hope today's wisdom has inspired you. Remember, you can always go to wisdominspired.net to subscribe, and there you will find all the platforms where you can listen to the previous episodes. And if you didn't get everything you wanted to get from today's episode, you can go back because the podcast will be uploaded shortly. But you can also subscribe, and you can also leave us a review. Let us know what you're getting from the call. Lastly, if you'd like to know more about our virtual co-working and collaborating community, and how you can benefit from the resources and transformational coaching, send us an email to hello 
at aacoworking.com. With that said, meet us back on the line next time. Same time, same place, same station with more Wisdom Inspired. Have a wildly productive day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.